So here's the issue that I have with stickers in general. I remember when I was in like third grade, uh, there was a little girl and she had like all the coolest stickers, you know, like the ones with the oil in them and mm. the furry ones. And all I wanted to do was steal her stickers, but she'd already used them. So it would have required stealing the notebook as well. And I felt too bad to do that. My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Chris Pat, and I've got a bagel in my mouth. <laughs> my name is Ross Frost, and I know the best game of the week. This is the besties, where the four of us talk about the newest, latest, greatest, hottest, sweetest games of the and week. Bagels. And bagels, also the bagels. Most, the most fuckable games of 2012. The most fuckable games of 2012. Drop the skirts and get ready to blast. Ah, I'm going to fuck no. these games. No. No. Let's fuck some games. Uh, this week is the Wii U. Uh, arrived uh, at the beginning of this week on Sunday. Um, 9 a.m. some places. Midnight. Other places. I actually have one reserved from Toys R Us. Uh, it has not made its way to me, but I thought, hey, why don't I just go to Walmart and see if they got them? And, it was that uh, easy. It was that easy for you. It was that easy. I walked into Walmart. I said, yo, dog, uh, can I get some skull and also a Wii U? <laughs> and he said, and he was like, yeah, this is the last one. And he was like, and he had that. He, when he was selling it to me, you kind of could see that expression on his face where, like, he knew this was the last time in 2012 when someone would call him and be like, do you have a Wii U? And he could say, yep. <laughs> after after this sale, he was just committing himself to two months of nope. Yeah. Nope. I was really sad you went that way. I was hoping you were going to say, yeah, this is the last one, and there are 12 VUs over there, because they're all out of skull. Yeah. Uh, no, no, sorry. Uh, no, come no, no. Come on, guys. Come it on. Was the last, just, it was the last premium. Just, like, humor me? Just, like, out of skull. And it's just, seen... it's so ridiculous to think that any retail chain in West Virginia <laughs> would run out of skull. There are <laughs> gaps. There are there are that gaps. Life there blood. are old navies that have tons and tons of skull in the back room. <laughs> so the the popular it seems to be all like gone pretty much. You can't really find them. Yeah. The Wii U. Well, they've said that they're they're going to try and replenish stock as quickly as they possibly can. Nintendo said that. It, Reggie said that. Reggie. Well, that'll be really easy because they have giant warehouses full of them. Yeah. Full. Reggie of them. said something like it takes a long time to get them onto the boats. It's like, all right, man. That sounds cool, vaguely cool. racist. <laughs> um, so let's let's set things up because I I don't have a Wii U. I've played one for maybe four. Wait minutes wait wait. We event. we're getting ahead of ourselves because we need to remind the audience what our game of the year is. Oh well, I guess I guess it could technically be Dethroned. Our current game of the year is Cod Blops Two. Yeah. Um, which I think we've all been playing quite a bit. Actually, I don't know if Plant has been playing some, but I, that shit has matured. It has it matured delight. very, very well for me. The only thing that I'm starting to not dig is that the, 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 the player base, it's it, and this happens with every Call of Duty game, and you kind of just gotta keep up with it. The, the player base is getting so good. Like it, the matches that I get into now, it used to be like every third match I'd get in, I would be up against like guys who are way, way better than me. And now it's like pretty much half, half the time I'm going yeah. up against people who are like quadruple prestige, like. How, get your shit together, man. Seriously, get it together, people. dude. Build your lives. Do something else. Um, I, yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I, I've played more of the campaign, too. The Strike Force missions are a complete joke. <laughs> yes, but, they are. Um, but I'm enjoying the regular campaign well enough. Mm. Doesn't go anywhere. Okay. Um, uh, there's been a lot of interesting... I've liked the cam- the regular campaign. I, I keep playing more of it. I keep waiting for the bottom to fall out, but I'm... I'm I'm still pretty much and enjoying it. So, it's so varied and that um, nightclub. I love the nightclub shootout. Yeah, part. so that's that, well, that that's hot. One of the two levels that I really dug about right. the campaign. There was, was that a one. really cool. I thought the horseback. Bit that was, was the cool. other level. Those I liked, are the two okay, levels so. I liked. Okay, uh, 
You didn't like the swinging and the no. wingsuit? Yeah, that lasted for about 30 seconds. It was essentially a quick time event. So I will eventually name something in this campaign that you didn't like in this campaign you hated, right? There, we'll eventually stumble on something you didn't like, right? Yeah, maybe. In this campaign you hated? Maybe. Maybe just being fickle. Yeah, uh, I hated we'll just the one thing in it that is not. There's good. a moment where you get the point of view, get, play from the point of view of the bad guy, and that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I like that part. It gave oh. me a murder boner. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, hey. So, so that's our current game of the week. We'll see if we can dethrone it with any Wii U stuff. Probably <laughs> not. Guys, can can we just before we get into the Wii U, one one more thing. Mm. Uh, Sonic uh, Sega All Star Racing Transformed. Oh, settle down. It's a, it's, a, it's a real it's a real good game. And I, I'm saying it now because I know what's going to happen. We're going to say you're going to go save it yeah. for next week, and then everyone's going to get to next week, and they're going to be like, "This game, well, we have too many good games to talk about. We're not going to." Well, talk because about we it. do, we have two better okay. games to talk listen, about. No, I, I, listen, I, I, listen, can, I won't do that, Chris. Here, let me let me do, never talk about it again. <laughs> <It's really good. laughs> let's let's say right now we are going to circle back around because there is a ton of shit out this week, and there's basically nothing left to come out this year except for Far Cry Three. So, like, we're going to have yeah. to come back to... I've been playing Persona 4 Golden out the ass, and it's phenomenal, and I want to talk about how great and you it can is. Play, and you can play with your ass. So yeah. That's cool. And uh, Planet Side 2 is out this week, and Hitman. Hitman, Hitman Blood Money is out, Hitman Blood Money 2. Oh, so, yeah, like, I just downloaded that. The bloodiest are, money. We are going to have stuff to talk about next week, but how often is it that a new console launches? I mean, it only happened once already this year. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> the Vitae. Oh, Didn't yeah. it happen twice? Didn't the 3DS come out this year too? 3DS XL did, yeah. And if we count me buying a PC, it happened three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we do we count, do count that. that. Absolutely, we do. Um, um, but so, so the Wii U. I haven't played it that much. I want you guys to approach this episode. Imagine me. I'm I'm uh, I'm Jennifer Connelly in the labyrinth. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's I, the, I the was, metaphor. It's a I movie was, for those of you who don't know. Jennifer Connelly. Wait, I'm wondering through bo- this maze. I don't know. Am I Bowie or what's the deal? <laughs> let's everybody. Let's see how Just your junk looks Bowie. through your pants. I let's see junk through the pants and let's do a comparison. That's the only way we're gonna figure it out. Justin knows Fushigi, so I think he's one step ahead because he does all that bubble juggling. Um, dance magic dance. There we go. Um, I, I. So the Wii U, if you do not know, is a console from. Uh, Nintendo. Imagine, if you will, a 360, but instead of a normal controller, your gamepad had a very large screen in the middle of it, and looked sort of like a uh, looked like a massive Game Gear. If you can imagine playing 360 games with a dual analog Game Gear uh, or Lynx, perhaps uh, that that is the experience. And almost the identical, the battery life of those two systems. <laughs> Remarkably. Um, right. I, so I've been playing... My my first experience with the Wii U was I took Nintendo Land over to my in-law's house. And I used them as sort of a, a test bed for these things. You have two people who aren't super into games. And then you have my uh, sister-in-law, Riley, who's 12... And she has sort of grown up on on games, but but uh, st- you know doesn't play a ton of uh, more hardcore games. She's she, she I think her favorites are usually like motion control and connect stuff like that. And skull and skull. Uh, it was a huge hit over there. At least Nintendo Land was. Um, it's c- packed full of really neat mini games. Well, let's not say packed full. It's there's like a there's lot like on there. There right are now. a lot, but are they all neat? It's the better question. Um all the I, I think all the multiplayer ones are, are pretty darn cool. Um and and were a big hit. Even the super simple ones, uh for instance, there's one game, uh Mario Chase, where one player is Mario and they have an overhead and you're in a circular maze. Uh, and one player is Mario, and he has an overhead view of the maze, uh, and he's running away from the other two players, or three players, or four players, or however many have, who are uh, looking toad. for him, but don't, they're toad, they're looking for him, but they don't have the overhead view, so Mario has the advantage of being able to see where everybody is, and being able to avoid them that way, uh, and, he, and he's running away from the others, and it's a very simple, like, so simple, but it, it, it works. It it it's a new experience. Um, 
that that is only possible with the with the Wii U console or or with bed sheets. You have you seen those uh, mock-ups that people do at home where they like instead of like to prevent screen sharing, screen looking, yeah, they, like, yeah, yeah, set up intricate. Essentially, it's an entire console based around not having to do an intricate screen looking setup. My because friend, otherwise, all of these games could be done with like bed sheets and cardboard. My friend John Mahaffey in college actually set up a uh, like a he split the video signal and then he put duct tape cardboard right to the ha- to half of each of the. So uh, he had a first look at the Wii U way back then. <laughs> no, uh, I think so far the best example of what what it is capable of. Uh, and and I'm just gonna get my sort of opinion out of the way, and then I want to hear from you guys because I know you spent a ton of time with it too, but. Um, I've just spent the last hour playing uh, Zombie U, uh, which I, I guess I should wait to talk about that by itself. But it is, but uh, yeah, I will wait. I will wait till we get to Zombie U a, l- a little bit later because I think it helps to really uh, exemplify what the system is is so good at uh, and the, the potential for it that I find really exciting. But so far, I've I've I, I'm I'm pretty high on it. I've I've really enjoyed all the time that that I've spent with it. You go get a phone, you just want a phone to talk to your friends and family, you're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts, and you get ripped off, because you got all this fine print, little details, and all of a sudden, they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans, there is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. So I... Just speaking, we get to talk about Nintendo Land for a second because I feel like, you know, if you're buying the system and you buy the deluxe edition, which you should because the other edition is so ridiculously worthless that you shouldn't. Uh, So if you buy the deluxe edition, you're getting Nintendo Land anyway. And my attitude about Nintendo Land is a few of the minigames are terrific. Mario Chase, completely agree with you. Ton of fun. Also, probably even better than Mario Chase is uh, Luigi's Ghost Mansion. Which mm-hmm. essentially, oh, it's almost like stealth where one person with the gamepad is playing the ghost and they're invisible to everyone on screen, everyone that's using, you know, Wii remotes. And as you get closer to those players as the ghost, their controllers will vibrate and they're trying to like desperately like shine you in the face with a flashlight. It's super, super cool and like Animal Crossing candy time. No. No, that's not bad. It's totally unbalanced. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. So those are the two that I liked. There's like Metroid is okay. It's like you know you're shooting stuff, but it, it feels mostly pretty standard to games you've played. Um, and then it devolves into bad. Like the Zelda game, I don't think is good at all. Rust- the um, F Zero game, I don't think is good at all. The, well, the F Zero game is uh, it, it has bad. The, the, I actually think the single player games are pretty good. I think. You can Pikmin. almost divide it up. Cooperative games are great. Or, like, the... Uh, not cooperative. The competitive games are great. So, Mario Chase, uh, Luigi's Ghost Mansion, into a degree, Animal Crossing, Poop Your Candy, or whatever it's called. Barf okay. Your Candy. Whenever you're... A Wait, is that the person? one where you're spotting... You, In the uh, Animal Crossing game, you have uh, players oh, that you are have trying to, ca- to collect right. candy. Yeah. But and you slow down candy. when you have too much yeah. candy, so you have to bar- You have to literally... You have to bar- jam your fingers down your throat and force yourself to vomit. And it's yeah. it's it's horrifying. It seems yeah. a little too bad. Then you have two people who are running around trying to... It's actually one person using both sticks two, in the game pad. Right, right, right. Two sticks, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but they have... They, ha- they are running around trying to tackle... 
the people collecting candy. And it seems kind of weighted towards are competitive. There's there's this weird thing that happens when one person is on the screen when one person is using the gamepad and uh, helping out with the other people. I, I actually flipped this. Sorry, I I totally screwed up. The cooperative games are the ones that have a problem, which is Metroid, which is uh, Zelda, and which is Pikmin, where you're working with people, but you're staring down into the gamepad. Because it's so awkward looking into this TV, seeing something that the other people you're collaborating with can't see, and then trying to communicate. And ultimately what I felt like kept happening when we played it is the person with the gamepad would just stop talking. Yeah. Uh, which is really weird. Uh, I mean, that to, was good for me because I didn't have to hear Chris talking. But other than yeah, that, it really that ruined the gameplay. Nice. Yeah. Um, also, the games are just incredibly repetitive. Uh, yeah. I mean, they just keep going in each level. It's more or less the same except for a boss fight. Okay, so um, that we've talked about the good competitive games, the bad cooperative games, and, and F-Zero is a single-player game, and that is also bad. I watched you yeah. suffer well, through F-Zero, that. F-Zero, I... It, it, the problem with F-Zero is just that it relies on this jump move at the end of the game, which if you want to finish it, the, all the single-player games are very, like, arcadey, where you have to complete them a certain number of lives. Uh, and F-Zero is the worst because it's one one life. And there's a mechanic that requires you to jump, and it will throw you off the track for no reason. And after, you know, playing for a 10 minute straight trying to beat the darn thing, it forces you to do, like, six jumps in a row. Not, o- not only that, F-Zero... Time. F-Zero relies on gyroscope aiming to, like, steer. You can't Which use the controller. From the, uh, from the sensor bar. Yeah, and it, it's not from the sensor bar. It's from the gyroscope inside. Oh, we don't, yeah. That, yeah, because yeah, it actually is a sensor bar, because when we did it without the sensor bar, it never happened. It, whatever, this is getting super technical. Is there, anyway. is there a living human being on Earth who prefers that? Who prefers gyroscope controls for steering? No. No. So the so the uh, real problem with it is not only are they inaccurate, the gyroscope is incapable of remaining accurate for oh. three minutes. So oh, in I, the middle of the like race, a rigid corpse. <laughs> in the middle of the race, you will have to realign the gyroscope. The game like pauses. You're at a quote unquote checkpoint, and they're like, "Put your gamepad down so we can realign." That is a sign that your game is broken. When you need people to recalibrate in the middle of the game. Russ, right. can you describe what I looked like by the end of the race when I yeah, was Yeah, so Chris probably tried and retried the F-Zero race about 30 times. And by the end of it, it was like his soul had been broke. He was like, it was like a horror crux. His soul had been broken into seven pieces. <laughs> and someone needed to journey out and kill all of them to make sure he was dead for real. He was so upset. And the gyroscope got so far off of its alignment during like one big race so like i'm at nine minutes of a 10 minute race right and i can't lose so i just to go straight on screen i am i'm facing behind me <laughs> my body is tilted sideways like my the top of my body is tilted and then leaning forward so i'm literally my my legs are looking forward my back is yeah. twisting totally around behind the couch and i'm looking beneath the couch i i would say it's just the best straight. simulation of dui ever <laughs> oh my gosh, it was awful. But r- before we trash all the single players, there are some really good single player games. Uh, I think actually the Ninja Star game, which was awful. At oh, I would shut up. Much That's better. not really good. It's okay. It's, it's good. The For- the Donkey Kong uh, game where you That's cute. ride around the course trying not to break your little car, I think is probably my favorite game in the collection other than Luigi's Ghost Mansion. Um. I think they're really fun, and they train uh, you how brief, to use Brief segue. Why do you think Luigi bought this mansion knowing <laughs> that it's a ghost mansion? He didn't, he... dude. Play, yeah, read dude. the fucking canon, bro. It's called his, a ghost mansion. His uncle yeah, died, he won it he in a stay a night in it. He won it in else? a contest, I thought. Wait, what? In the first game, he won it in the original OG Luigi's Mansion. He won it in a contest. And now he's just sticking it out? Yeah. See, it's I just been, like it's been years, and he's just contest. like, meh, I'll deal with how it. Does he, how does he have the taxes, you know? Because like, that happens to people. They win these great things, but then they can't pay the taxes on them. And I yeah. feel like that's the real horror story. It also explains why he's so scared all the time, because he lives in a ghost mansion. And mm. because he's always evading the IRS. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, guys, let, really quick, though. Let's talk about Zombie U and... Well, no, the, no, the no, 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 no. We need to segue back to Wii U. We sort yeah, of but vaulted, we're ignoring we sort of, the... 
we jumped we jumped right over talking about the actual hardware i know like and that's where i want to go back to and i think there's a good point to be made that is nintendo land and zombie u i'm segueing for you guys just let me segue uh, can i segue okay. no can i stop on the segue Okay. Are we? I mean, are we talking about the hardware? or Are we talking about games? Because the I games think we're are after the break. Nintendo Land, and I think we're talking about the hardware, and we're talking about the games. It's a whole. I feel like you're not looking out. at the rundown at all. Yeah. Guys, can you just fly? <laughs> just close your wings and fly. Okay. Okay. Here is, I think, the problem with the Wii U, and I think Zombie U does a good job of using this to its advantage, but I don't think you can do it much more than one game, and Nintendo Land did this too. The the hook of using the gamepad is that it's annoying and difficult and cumbersome. And that, that tension that that creates is used in games like Zombie U where it's like, ah, oh, I'm looking at the screen and now I have to look here and that's difficult and doesn't give me an advantage in the game. And we're going to make a mechanic out of that. And Nintendo Land does that too for the games that use the gamepad and the screen at the same time. But that's about the only thing you can do with it that involves using both the gamepad and the screen, other than, like, dopey maps. Yeah. And I don't know how many games you can make where the inherent fun is basically how unfun or how unhelpful the gamepad is. I, I, I yeah. think you're... I think you're... like... I think yeah. you're generalizing quite a bit. I, I so, think that there are things... I don't think it's only thing... It's only philosophical reason for existence is that it's harder to use than no, the actual... No, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that's a philosophical reason, and I'm not saying you can't use it without the TV. There are a lot of good games you can do where it's like you're just looking at one or the other. But the games that want you looking at both, I, I have not seen a mechanic that is not... But is it, makes really, it easier. is it really easier to, like, to press the start button and open up the menu to look at your See, map than it is to it move would be, your eye, eyeball muscles. Like. It would be, because in the case of, uh, uh, what is it, Zombie U, you can't pause the game when you're going through your inventory. So they make yeah, it a mechanic. Yeah, but you can't pause your game and going through the inventory in Dead Space or Dark Souls. Like, that's games do that. Like, that's not new. Yeah, but in Dead Space and Dark Souls, the screen, it, it's, it's on one screen in front of you, whereas here, you have to look down and you can't like see a zombie How coming up on you. Fucked up are your guys' eyeball muscles that it's taking you entire seconds to look from one screen to the other. Yeah, look, I'm gonna look at the. I'm gonna look at my computer monitor and caught off guard. That's okay. the whole point. But I, but I, but um, everyone else, including Justin and uh, excluding Chris Plant, is right that I think we're getting ahead of ourselves and talking about zombie you. And I don't want to do that because that's Justin's nut to pop. Justin's got, uh, a, Justin's got a nut about zombie U. Fuck that nut. <laughs> uh, um, I do. What I do, is happening? I do want to talk about the console because we pretty much skipped over that. Yeah. The console itself. I'm going to talk about sort of just using, not being in a game, but just using like the menus and stuff like that. So the menu, Griffin, for you, the one person who hasn't used it, the menu is almost identical to the Wii U. So if you loved the Wii U menu... It's back, baby. It's all about channels? Yeah, so it's all about, like, those, like, boxes. I don't know what they called them, but, like, essentially there are, like, 48 boxes on a page, and there's nine pages, and you just, like, drop apps in there. Which, when you think about it, let's say once um, a ton of downloadable games comes out, that's me being uh, hopeful, what's going to happen when you have 60 games on your console... I don't know what's going to happen when you have 60 games on your iPad. The difference is the iPad has a search functionality. You can search on your iPad. And you have folders. I and never use that, though. I know where I put Chip Chain. I know Russ, where Chip Chain lives on my iPad. Russ, what? I love you like a brother. And I have to tell you that your fantasy scenario where there are so many Wii U games to play <laughs> that you cannot keep track of all of them is beyond wishful thinking. It is like it it is like ro- roll doll esque yeah, fantasy landscape. You're, you you're cre- completely you're right. Weaving a tapestry here that is not even worth considering. You're completely right, but you would think that Nintendo, as a company, would consider it as a possibility and design the UI with Russ, that. Russ, they mind. didn't consider the possibility that people would want to go online with the son of a bitch. Why do you, you think know, they're going to... 
you know what'd be the perfect UI is if it was just a slot that already said Mario, Metroid, Zelda, <laughs> Pikmin, and then you just click the one, and it's like, is there a new game out? Not yet, but don't worry, that's what you bought this for, so it'll go here once we have it. Zing. And that's all you use that console for. The other thing I wanted to mention about the overall using the system, um, so let's say you want to look at your friends list, or try out Miiverse that you might be hearing about. Essentially, you're looking at a, about a 20-second load screen anytime you want to do anything, no. whether it's 20, browse the store. Is it, are you being hyperbolic it, at all, long. or did you sit there with the no, stopwatch? No, no, no. It is, Griffin, it's crazy. It's anytime you want to do the store, the friends list, anything, anything requires... Games are, games are all so bad. I, this is the first time that I've seen... I, these like the the load screens like what you have on a pc game where there's like a title card that appears and sits there for 30 to 45 seconds before every game you play yeah and then it's like oh what, what i've gotten the habit of turning the game on my gamepad letting that screen appear and then not changing the tv to the game until like a minute or two is passed. There's also no indication that anything is happening, at least in the games that I saw. So yeah, it's it just like, like a still flash screen, so it looks like it crashed. I, uh, it, it, I think that there is a problem with the Wii U accessing its memory. That, the nearest I can figure is that the, the it is not able to access memory fast enough. Uh, Make this super you, technical, by the way. What? Yeah. Make this super technical. I'm not both our listeners and you are going to know. It I'm not. I'm not. This is no. This is this is the reason I think this. This is what. This is why it's my. Is this theory. RD RAM we're talking about, or because if you if you look at a game like uh, Zombie U, for example, even af first off there are surprising number of load screens and surprisingly lengthy load screens. Um, also, the uh, like I went to open a door at one point and it told me. That it was still loading. Um, that my guess, the only thing I can think of that might account for like the long load times and long uh, the, the slowdown with the uh, uh, the iOS, the OS, the operating system, is that the memory they're using isn't fast. Now, has anyone seen a teardown yet? Has anyone? Does yes. know, anyone know if that's possible? Yeah, for Arthur memory said to be it's slow, all, like shockingly cheap hardware. I mean, not shockingly, they've always gotten, they've always, I mean, if the, the Wii was essentially a GameCube. Yeah, but apparently so, it's like even, I think it's lower than what people expect. The other thing to consider is on the 360, when you like go to your friends list or use the guide for any reason, the reason you're able to do that in the middle of the game without like a lengthy load screen is because Microsoft was like, okay, 10% of the system is going to be dedicated to running everything the guide does. And because of that, it can boot up instantly. And every game has to, like, put that 10% aside. Now, on the Wii U, that doesn't happen. So essentially, if you're going to do anything else that's not what you're currently doing, you have to sit through this load screen every time. So, like, the system allocates that memory. And it's just, like, not forward-thinking design. Well, I think that is the other thing that interests me with the Wii U, is if you look at a look at a Xbox 360 launch game, right? And then you look at uh, one that's out today, and it's insane. Can I, Peter Jackson's Peter Jackson's King Kong. Sure, look at Peter Jackson's King Kong, a, 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 a masterpiece of gameplay, but a visually flawed product. Right. Um, and then look at you know, Far Cry Three on a 360 or Gears Three. Uh, and look Guys, hold on, hard. hold on, hold on, hold on. Who's got their phone next to the mic? Sorry. I mean, I did, but it's not there anymore. Okay. Okay. Uh, but do that. Then look at the launch Wii games, and look what's even out now. There's not a lot. I don't feel like that system went very far. Uh, I don't think there was a lot that they had to discover uh, that you could do with this hardware. It seemed like it was pretty face value. And I kind of feel like our... Or I guess I wonder, is that what we're going to see with the Wii U, where is Zombie pretty much as good as this is going to get it? You know? No. You don't, you don't think there's going to be that much? You think there will be that substantial of a shift? I think so, I'm yeah. Shocked. I think I think once third-party developers start thinking of cool ways to do this, and, like, well, bef- they can I'm think of cool ways visuals, to do it. Not yeah, the graphically, I don't think there's anywhere to go. Oh. Because they're mm-hmm. essentially making late-generation, like, Xbox 360 games now, like Darksiders 2. 
I can't so, speak to that because I don't. I don't really give a shit about that aspect of. Well, yeah, like, I'd rather. I'd take. I mean, I, I'd take cool ideas over squeezing a little bit more. Hey, here's a cool polish. idea: make your game look good. Well, okay. no, I mean, okay. So <laughs> that's not. That, that's not next, like a constructive discussion. When, I think but. it is when next year you're going to have this machine that's going to look drastically better, and we're going to have the same thing all over again. And you say that now because that's what you're used to, but it is. It's just like why I didn't enjoy playing Wii games. It looked like Jack on my TV. It looked awful. I no, I I don't think there's any doubt that this is a stopgap. I mean, like I I cannot imagine a world in which Nintendo thinks that this is going to carry them for the next three to five years. Like that's that's madness to me. So um, how are they going to carry themselves through those years? I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a man. Another DS. <laughs> That seems to work. It seems to me like that's their answer, is this is their console for the next three to five years. Like, they're not going to put out another piece of hardware. I think that's madness. I mean, it I, is. I think it's so crazy. And I'm trying to stay positive about the, like, uh, for me, like, I've enjoyed the time I've spent with it. I don't feel like I wasted my money, but, like, I'm a bad, I'm not you know, a good part of the sample because I have to have one for, for work and I do this for a living. So like, it's not, it, it could justify itself in, in many other ways. Um, I, I don't see, let's talk about the future later. Can we do that? Can we talk about the future after, after halftime? Yeah. Um, because I think that that's a, that's a longer discussion. Um, and I don't want to get down on it because as it stands, as it is, I think it's pretty neat. I mean, if you take it at face value, I think it's cool. I'm not sure that it... it I you don't know, it, know how. I, I just don't understand that. I, I mean, I've played so much of this console, and it's like, it's 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 a cool toy. Like, Nintendo is a cool toy. But, but sometimes that's sometimes that's, well, that's that's just what you want. $350. Like that, I don't know where... Yeah? Like what some of us are making sky-high stacks over cool here. Thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's so much money. I think... But, it, but like, that's such... A, that's not a good justification because you're abstracting it so much. No, because that's a great look, No, look at, the, look at the, something like the iPad. The iPad is literally was literally just a toy. It didn't have any practical application. Are you kidding? What, are you crazy? Are you when the crazy? iPad that's, first that, launched... Sorry, that is That is one of the silliest things I have ever... When the iPad first launched, if you already had an iPhone... And in, and a computer, there is not a functional functional thing that that the iPad is adding to your life. It has since evolved to take to, to it has grown into that space. You when it launched, it was not laptops were when that came. The, the MacBook Air was not what it was then. This was a like. That, that's a whole different discussion, but that's crazy. that is a tablet that I have never used as a computer. I'm not like taking it around and typing on it. No, I'm but browsing the internet, watching movies and stuff like that. Finally, the internet. I, I've been dying to yeah, try that exactly. out. <laughs> the internet. Remember that company that couldn't have it ready until the day before launch? I, what I'm talking about is like you can browse the internet. Nintendo's th- better than Apple. There. <laughs> what I'm saying it. is Nintendo's better than Apple. That is the. Oh my gosh. Guys, <laughs> we're besties. Guy. It's this. a toy. It's a video game console. What do you want from it? Do you want it to make you yeah. breakfast? No, here's what I want. Do you want to, do you I want, want to go... pour your Mr. T cereal like the machine in Pee-wee's Big Adventure? <laughs> like, what do you want? $50, I want to play video games and play them well for the next five years. Yeah. Well, guess and what? I you think can do that. Do you that. can do that on your sex box. Like, you don't need... <laughs> here's what... Honest to God, you're yeah, going to think I'm joking. That everyone should have multiple video game consoles. Yeah, they wicked should. Oh, like, my gosh. Listen, listen, listen. Spoiled jerks. No. How many do you uh, uh, like? Yeah, this is the way the world has always worked. Yeah, Dennis Dyack. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, I don't need the Xbox 360. I, I, I don't need the Wii U to be like have the same features as the Xbox 360 and PS3 because I already have two of those. Like, and I know oh that God. not. It can, needs can I make to a hit point parity, you making though. me feel and like then the it fucking one percent. And it Listen, like it didn't I, I, do that. I'm sorry. We're gonna. It, do, I just want to say one thing. I know we're gonna get to the future thing, but I think I think Griffin's right. I think that the Wii U can do a lot of different things that those systems can't. And I think what we should be most excited about is third-party developers doing crazy, ambitious, innovative things. But I don't think any third-party developers will be doing that if there isn't parity for mega hits like Call of Duty that get people to buy consoles. Yeah. To exist. 
So you I are right. If, it is it it, the onus. The graphics, they won't come anyway, so it's meaningless. The that onus is going to be on. The onus is going to be on Nintendo to convince those developers to come over. All mm. of that I am saying is that I am fine with it not being in parity with the Xbox 360 and PS3 because those already do what I need them to do. And like when the when the new Xbox, the new PS3 come out, like. Those are going to do what I need them to do. To do also, if Nintendo was like part of the hegemony, like I just like that would be kind of disappointing for let's, me. Let's oh, let's talk about the future in a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk okay. about the future, Thank you. guys. I just I think I think I could use a halftime. You know. Yeah, yeah let's. I, I could use a break. Um, we should have prepared something uh, I, for for the segment to send as a palette. Y'all. You already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties rocketmoney.com slash besties this episode of the besties is sponsored by aura frames all right so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy i'm sure immediately names jump to your mind those are the sorts of people that you would say oh maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Sorry, I think someone's at the window. Okay, how, we'll how, Can I ask how someone could be at the window? Well... This, this guy just keeps... It's a giraffe. He, hey, yo, it's me, New York Giraffe. Hey! hey my besties. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. He, he just keeps stopping by. Hey, hey how are we all so doing good today? Good to see you again. Good to see I, you, Justin. No, I, I wasn't around New York City Giraffe. I wasn't around the first time you uh, It's New York Giraffe. It's not New York City. I'm from New York. <laughs> New York Giraffe. Okay. Now, are, you from, so, are you from a borough? Could it be Albany? I'm from all the boroughs, baby. Okay. All of them. <laughs> Not just one. Because I would think it would be hard for a giraffe to like get around. Oh my God, Maron, let me tell you. Getting around <laughs> New York City. As a giraffe, there, there's a lot of racism, let me be honest. Because those subways are not built for giraffes. That's what I'm saying. Not yeah. in the least. I tried riding the bus, that didn't work either. So I walk a lot. Yeah. I tried getting a Segway, that was not built for giraffes. 
No. So, no, I've always said that about Segways. I'm, I'm really glad yeah. you're here, New York Draft, because I was really worried. I hadn't heard from you uh, after the hurricane. Yeah, it's been, it's been tough. Thankfully, you know, you know, it got pretty rough, but I'm pretty tall, so the waves didn't really, it, you know, affect me too good. <laughs> sure. I, well, I mean, it didn't affect you physically, but I did hear about how all the other animals drowned around you, but only your head stayed above water, and I, I can only imagine how devastating. Well, on the bright side, that sort of allowed me to move into their territory, so it's been good that way. Uh, Other, you know, the death and destruction, just, not so good. You've been, I imagine you've been harassed your entire life about how much higher your head is than everybody else's head is What's it nice to just watch everybody else die because of that and then you can say like well maybe you shouldn't have made fun of me i could have let you climb up this thing yeah so i've said that for a while that being tall is is an asset but i haven't mm. really believed it like yeah. right i you know i tell my my uh you know analyst that like you know i'm tall it's a good thing but in my mind i'm thinking god i hate being tall i wish i was like four two Right, but, but no. say, wait a minute, wait a minute. You want to be, you want to be like preternaturally short. Is that you want to be? Well, like you know, like uh, you know, like a a dog, but like a big dog. Oh, okay, okay I got gotcha. you. Some people you. would call that a horse, but let's go. Uh, on. Uh, maybe a pony, perhaps. Okay. So uh, have you? So yeah. sorry, go on, go on, plant. Oh, we I got I, a lot I, of questions. I, I I don't know if you guys know this about New York giraffe. Uh, it's something we've talked a lot about is how difficult it is for a giraffe in a zoo because, really, he's the only one who sees above the fence. So, right. I mean, oh. he was always telling people that there's more to life than, than the zoo, and they didn't believe him. Right. I mean, yeah. he, he, he was seeing through the veil. That's uh, true. So, I mean, That's it must true. be a relief to just have all those people dead. Yeah, they, they were jerks. I never liked them, especially the hippos. They were, no. Not, think, no good. You would think they would actually be the ones that would survive. Yeah, since so they are somewhat aquatic in nature. <laughs> that does make me wonder. Did you, you would hold think them they were they were softened by the city life? Yeah. They, you know, they hadn't swam in a while. I guess that makes sense. All that pizza it just and bagels. Them down. Yeah, I do want to say though. So I got to make a trip coming up. I got a trip okay. this week. Where As you, you know. Giraffes celebrate Thanksgiving just like humans celebrate Thanksgiving. I, I of course, I did not know that. <laughs> well, it's true. And I got a trek down to Ohio where I got a whole mess of family down there. I got to celebrate that's Thanksgiving. That's going for Thanksgiving. Well, it's horrible. <laughs> are giraffes Sorry, native to Ohio? I did not Abs know. No, no. Okay. They are not native to Ohio. So, you know how you're walking around the Midwest and sure. those areas... And they have those really sad zoos uh -huh. where there's oh, like no, the a kangaroo. Cincinnati zoo. The Cincinnati Zoo is a fine or zoo. The Toledo Zoo. I, These are not the zoos that I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about the zoo where you're on like a rocky, unpaven road. Yeah. And you stumble upon it, and there's like a hand-drawn sign with the S's backwards. Yeah. <laughs> and they have like... Oh, sure. Rogue zoos. A lone kangaroo and like a squirrel... And they're like in the pen together and they're fighting. Those are the sorts of zoos I'm talking about. This is where my family lives in one of those zoos. It's not very happy. Is the squirrel on display in the zoo? Or is it? did it just kind of wander in? And no one really knows. That's okay. the mystery of those zoos. It's a risk. Is the kangaroo your family? Or are, no. Does one of these zoos have multiple giraffes? So one of these zoos managed to wrangle a bunch of giraffes. These are not my immediate family. We're talking like first and second cousins here. But okay. I want to say this out front. They're a little bit racist. Uh, they don't That's like people from the outside. I'm worried that you may have like a complex. I, think, I think you may have an, an insecurity about people hating you because of your of your. Oh, no, no. They don't hate me. I'm family. I'm a giraffe. Okay. What they hate... This one time, my brother Mookie brought home a zebra. They freaked out. Yeah. It was not good. So I did not know that zebra was a race. Can we talk about that? Yes. So there, it's a kind of horse. They got stripes. You're saying of the species horse, zebra is a race. Yeah, they got stripes. Okay. All right. Sure. I just wanted to clear that up for our audience because some of them might be children who don't get those uh, those those zoo f zoo friends books. They may not understand how the world. They're called zoo books, Griffin. You uh, can order them in packs. Griffin is hoping there's a joke here, but he does not know for sure if zebras are in fact a race. Of course. <laughs> also, is it true that your your brother Mookie is married to Rosie Perez? 
<laughs> no, he is not. Sorry, what? I, uh, I do I, not I, know I, what I, you are inferring I, there. I, I thought that you lived in Do the Right Thing. I thought that I, was your life. Hey, Chris, I just want to congratulate you. Uh, Russ is pretending to be an anthropomorphic giraffe, and you're somehow the bad guy here. So I... <laughs> Let's get back to talking about the Wii U. New York okay, giraffe. guys, I'm, I'm going to roll out. I got a long bus ride to take. Hopefully it's built for giraffes. That's impossible. Uh, take care, guys. I'll see you soon. <laughs> <coughs> Thanks, New York Giraffe. It's, it's, it's always glad, good to have you around. Um, Let's fucking yell at each other some more. I want to I want to uh, <laughs> uh, talk about Zombie U. That's a game that I have been uh, playing for the last hour or so, so I'm not super deep into it. Uh, but the ways in which it is using the Wii U pad are, are really exciting. So um, the basic structure is that you are, uh, you know, sort of lone survivor in the in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, you wake up with with no assets, no resources, uh, and you have to try to survive. You are helped along the way by a guy named the Prepper who uh, guides you through the pad. Wait, does he call himself the Prepper? Yes. I don't think you're allowed to do that. His friends, actually, he says specifically that his friends call him the Prepper. He used to to be called the Fluffer, and then they had to change it for very (laughs) obvious reasons. So you're in London. It's a Nintendo console. The Prepper has been ready for this day, so he's holed up somewhere. Uh, and he is trying to help you through the pad. So you hear his voice actually comes through the the Wii U pad, which is which is super cool. Uh, and you why is he helping you? The because he wants he's he's lonely and he wants somebody to repopulate the earth with. I guess. Uh, Would you kindly kill these zombies? Can I please just talk about the game? <laughs> uh, so you use the Wii U pad uh, as a map. You use the Wii U pad as your inventory uh, navigation. You also use the Wii U pad um, as a scanner. You hold it up, and it mirrors sort of what you're seeing on the TV screen, but shows you some important things that you'll want to access. Um, the not having to leave to go to menus and 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 some of the ways that they're using the the pad are really immersive and really help to keep you in the experience, especially with his voice coming through the Wii U's the the gamepad speakers. Um, it 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 really helps to immerse you in the in the scenario. So they've got a lot of really, they're they're using it in a lot of really smart ways. Um, the cool thing about the structure of the game is that you, uh, you you know you have mission objectives that you're trying to complete, and it it is very difficult because you're the only living person. So you will occasionally die. When you die, you're dead for good, and another survivor. Uh, arrives at the the safe house uh, and has to pick up where you left off. They also, if you want to get your gear back, you have to find your zombie, the zombie that you were in the previous life, and kill it to get the uh, to get your equipment. So, um, sort of a similar to like a Dark Souls uh, yeah, I like, idea. I, I like what you. I am picking up what you're putting down. If yeah. you die again. Do you lose the stuff from the last? Now that I don't know. Uh, what I do know is that your zombies are very, are difficult. They're hard to kill. So like, and it also shows how many points that zombie got, like how far you got with that zombie. And it's just so brutal. Like, man, I used to be that guy. And now I'm putting a cricket bat into that guy's skull. It's really clever. It's it's really smart. And like the, uh, like the base weapons, I was, ac- they were actually giving me the moment where that sort of like, um, that that uh, touchstone zombie situation where there are three zombies and I've got like six bullets and a cricket bat and I think okay if I can just take them out with the bat slowly and quietly without like alerting the rest of their attention I can save my ammo um, and you actually have to weigh those which still seems you know so many games that use zombies are really just a 
you know, they're really just a permutation of an already established genre. They're just yeah, it's just an action game essentially. You're right, exactly. This is like you're really weighing the the benefits of the resources that you have, and like the benefits of how to approach a certain situation. It sounds like an, more of like an RPG. Um, no, not really. I mean, it, it's well, definitely I mean, like when I say RPG, I mean like a, like almost like a pen and paper where you're like you have to like really consider every decision that you're making rather than just like running in and yeah right and and, and uh, but unlike dark souls i would think and this is something i like that that has already always bothered me about it is it's difficult but you when you die like you could have done better like you yeah. you know where where things went wrong um so it doesn't feel cheap in that way and the controls um, are good unlike dark souls uh yes correct that um, is correct the controls I, are pretty I, I good actually i I fiddle the, the 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 aiming is a little fiddly, um, which they you know you can always say maybe intentional in a game like this. It's just somebody who's never used a gun before, whatever. But yeah, play it. What's the question? <laughs> okay, so question: This guy who narrates it, right? Who's who's the, talking to the, you? The prepper. Yeah, the prepper. Every time a new person comes along, does he just assume they know what he had been talking about? <laughs> By the way, I have to catch you up. So, fifteen people have divided before you, and you found the keys to the tower. And or is he just like whatever? That's he, a good no, question. Tower. It. Oh, so, so when you die. When things get really bad at the initially, he shuts off the CCTV connection between the two of you, which feels and he says, "I'm tired of watching you die," and then you just get static on the bottom. Wait, tired of watching you die? Yeah. So he. So like he's watched you die a number of times. No, he's tired in that moment of you screwing up. I mean, oh, he probably okay. says other things, but I've only died once because I'm elite. So how do you um, get him back? Well, you don't get him back. You die. <laughs> As you're dying, he shuts down the connection. Oh, what a dick. And you see static on the screen. And it's like very, it reminds me very much of like a Sega CD. Like that trope of like. Way to go, dog meat. Yeah, way to go, dog meat. I'm shutting down the connection. Or you let too many augers kill Dana Plato. I'm shutting down the connection. (laughs) So, 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 uh, but when you start back up, I mean, there is a limited number of, he says, Listen, the CCTV cameras need to be fixed. He doesn't do much, like, in the way of immersing this person. He doesn't slowly, gradually help this person acclimate to uh, to the situation they're in. He kind of just tells them what they need to do. Mm. Um, and you start off with some base things uh, when you come back. You start off with uh, a pistol with six bullets and a cricket bat. Um, and, and then you have to go get your leak gear back by killing yourself, your old you. Um that's really cool. There's also um, messages that people have put on the walls that you can read. Oh, um, so it's with, very Dark Souls. It's yeah, it's it's got a definite Dark Souls uh, vibe. Um, but I'm really uh, I'm I'm super digging it so far. I'm super into. You know, it'd be confusing if the people that play Call of Duty played that game as well, and you'd see all sorts of swastikas on the wall, <laughs> and then you'd think you're in a World War II game. You um, actually, you would not be able, you would just see, like, a weird fucked up grid, because there would be so many swastikas on the wall that you wouldn't be able to make any one of them out. Um, so, uh... So it's like a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> of swastikas. So that's, uh, that's Zombie you. It, it, the things that it is doing with the pad, the way it's using the pad, is, is are not even that like are not even that bizarre or out of the box but it really shows the potential i think and it really shows uh what what the pad could be good for so, so it left me got me pretty excited ex- about explain system. to me then what GameSpot despised it as much as they did you know what i honestly i know, i know that several outlets did not did not enjoy it and i think maybe they didn't get the structure so much i think if if you I mean, they did get it and just didn't care for it or or they just didn't like it right but i i think that let me put it in another way if i had played the hour i just played and had not already played dark souls and sort of gotten into that idea of a s- sort of pseudo roguelike um then i i don't think that i would have grokked the structure of this game as as quickly as i have yeah um, so, I mean, I, and I don't know, that might be disconcerting for some, for some players. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that there, they're like, there's don't, also don't get it. Or one whatever. other thing that Arthur was mentioning was that the, uh, touch screen, which I agree with, is not really made for finger touching. Uh, every time I've tried to like use my finger on it, 
I tend to not get a very uh, consistent, like, especially when I'm dragging stuff. And what I've heard is when you're interacting with the inventory, uh, it's sort of a pain in the ass. To, have you not uh, have you not cut your fingernail into the shape of a pointed stylus? <laughs> That's something that the Wii U kind of demands from you. I no, I've like I I've gotten there's there's times in Zombie U like for example, you um, when you have to switch from your pistol to your cricket bat. That's a uh, that's an on screen, um, that's an on screen operation. You t- you touch the touchpad, and then in the heat of the moment, that can that can be a little wait. Frustrating. You can't switch weapons without looking down at the touch screen. There may there may be a way to the the way it tells you to is is not, but they have a lot of back doors like that. Like for example, after you're, when you're looting something, there it tells you that you should swipe the screen to close the box, but you can also just pull the thumbstick away uh, from, okay. from what you're getting into. So there may be a backdoor way of changing the inventory. I'm not I'm not sure. So let's talk a little bit about the future of the of the console. Um, we'll even take turns because it'll be polite. <laughs> plant plant, what does the future look like for the Wii U? Um how about how about one of you goes first? <laughs> okay, I'll go I'll go first. Uh, so the issue with the future of the Wii U right now, like if you went to the store and bought a Wii U right now, you have no idea what the future holds. Because apart from Pikmin and uh, what was that, Project P100, whatever it's called now, there's like no games coming out that you can be like super, super excited about. Like there's no word about like a, like a true original Mario game, not just like a side-scrolling new Super Mario's. Uh, there's no Zelda, no Metroid. So right now the future is like a total mystery. I think there's a lot of promise for these first party games, but there's been no evidence that like the old Nintendo, uh, credo of really great first party games and nothing else is going to change with the system. And given like once the new consoles come out next year, I think that's only going to become more true. Um, because it's not going to make sense to down-res and down-res your port to support the Wii U when you're supporting the 360. Uh, I think it's, uh, to be honest, I would, if I was making the purchase decision now, I would wait a year and see where it's at, because right now I don't think spending $350 for Nintendo Land Luigi's Ghost Mansion is a, a good fiscal decision to make. I, I'll second that. I think you should wait a year because I just think it'll be cheaper in a year. That um, too. I think it'll be significantly cheaper. I think by E3 we'll have an idea of at least what other first-party games are going to release. I think that's the real problem. Is It's not just that Nintendo will probably stick with the, hey, here are the first-party games you love, no third-party uh, options available. It's that we don't even know what those first-party games are after mm. Pikmin and Project P100. Uh, and Bayonetta, because I know people will say that. Um, I I don't see a reason to buy it now, unless you are that person who either A, has to play every Mario game, which there are people who are that way, uh, or if you just have to play every game that comes out and you have a lot of money and you will never be sated and have lots of free time. I think there are a ton. If you are a sultan, there there are a then ton you should buy of great games to play this year on uh, 360, PS3, PC. There's lots of great indie games. I I don't I can't imagine who the person is who has the time to play everything that is out right now. Um, and I would say play that first, and then if you have the time and the money, then I would consider buying a Wii U. But I just would not rush to do it. This is the problem, though, with every console, right? I mean, the best time to buy a 360, for example, is the, you know, now. Yeah. You know, it's like, you can always say that about it. Now that console, it's $100 and there's a billion you, games for it. Yeah, yeah right. But with like, the 360... Want, like, it's just a very easy thing to say, like, wait a year and then buy it. Like, like yeah, I mean, it'll be cheaper and there'll be more games. Well, like, I'm what? not saying wait a year and then buy it. I'm saying wait a year and see what the the road What's looks like available? because right now we have no idea so with the 360 a year in we knew like oh dead rising's coming oh there's a new halo or something there was like an indication i think with the wii u that'll be that indication as well and you use that information to determine okay. whether let the me, purchase let me, is let me let me let me fire up my crystal ball here hold on okay 
Mm, I'm seeing, <laughs> ah, yes, a Zelda game and a 3D Mario game. And Burn the witch! <laughs> I've used my powers. I swore I would never again, but I've dipped in to my prognostication. So nothing about the apocalypse in a month? Nothing. I'm, we're good. Okay. Well. Wait a year to see if we're still on Earth. <laughs> if Quetzalcoatl hasn't swallowed us all whole, then then maybe think about buying a Wii U. Yeah. Uh, I, I am very... On the one hand, on the one hand, I am concerned that the very obvious thing of the PlayStation and the 360 are about to get their successors. They will, I mean, they will in 12 months, 18 months at the outside. I'm saying, um, I'm saying 2013. I'd say probably 2013 for PS3, 2014 for Durango. Okay, well that's a, that. I, either way, Durango's not going to wait two holiday seasons. 360 is already inhaling. They're already like uh, prepping for for the next next yeah, thing. I, they're I, done. They're done. I I think that you will probably see both of them in 2013 at the outside, like midway through 2014. Yeah, I don't see how there if if you're clinging to the hope that. Uh, multi-system ports will come to, uh, you know, whatever Durango, PS4, and the Wii U. Don't. If that's what you're wanting, it's never going to happen. Um, and and that's really scary for me because uh, unique experiences on the Wii U, but not enough graphical power to compete with the other two platforms. Sounds a lot. Like the Wii. Now it the like Wii, it's, it is exactly the Wii. It's the, they are mapping that out again. Now, for, if I'm a business, I see the Wii has sold something like 93 million units, and I think, well, gosh, we could, if we could harness that again, then we'll be we'll be off to the races. I don't think they're going to catch lightning in a bottle the way they did with the 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 Wii. I don't think this has the. I read a I read an editorial about this. I don't think it has the the potential to be sort of the breakout mainstream. Uh, hit. Uh. I, I, I do think you're saying this. And I, I do realize something, though, is what you want is this, this cool technology, the second screen that interacts with your TV, right? And you can do all these kind of cool things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you, want, you like that it allows, you know, maybe smaller developers to do really creative things. And the crazy thing is this already exists. And it's the iPad you were making fun of. Da 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 da. In two years, the iPad will be at least as powerful as the Wii U. I would assume. I expect. I think the things that you're wanting will exist. The question is, will they exist on the iPad or will they exist on the Wii U? Or maybe both. Maybe maybe that could actually be the Wii U's like best gift that. There would be something that they could do cross-platform for, and that would be the Wii U and the iPad. I think yeah. that's the dream, right? That's I, a dream. I, I just think, I still, I still just think there's so much room to grow. I think that when those two other consoles do come out, I still think by far the Wii U is going to be the easiest and cheapest console to develop for. I think that, I think that that's going to help out a lot. They've already got Unity on the fucking thing, like. I, I think that's going to help with the indie scene. I think it's going to help with the AAA scene. Yeah, well, the I question think about so- the indie scene, just specifically, is like, because the store was a disaster for the indie scene yeah. in the last, on the Wii. Sure. And, but, like, if people aren't using it again. But the, I don't, I feel like, I, and again, they haven't shown that they have any interest in supporting online with any to any extent at all, but I, I think that they can do that a little bit better with the Wii U if they get started early, which they have sort of dropped the ball on so far. I, I just think, like, I don't think it's time to write off third-party developers saying, like, they're not interested in the Wii U because I think Zombie U has the potential to do extremely well. I think more than any other game, even Nintendo's first-party shit, like, it is the one game that I've heard more people talking about. And I think if that's a huge success, then maybe third-party developers will look at the Wii U with with more with more seriousness. Oh, I think that they will in the next year. I just don't know if that's going to be sustainable. I don't I don't know if it's going to make sense to put the kind of time 
into uh, a Wii U game that you do with the your your next generation 360 and PS4 games. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I I I can't predict the future, but if you look at a roadmap of the Wii and where the Wii has gone, and for me that is the basement to the ba- to my basement where I don't see it anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I it the Wii U is is troublingly on that same path, and I don't think that you're going to have the answer of well, it's sold a lot. I don't think you're going to have that this year. Yeah. I don't regret buying my Wii though. Is the thing like I can see it, it? You're right. Conceptually, it's the same kind of console. But like I've I've had I've had more than enough pleasant experiences playing my Wii that that like I just I can justify the I can justify the investment. Hmm. We'll you know what see. I want? I think I, I think I just uh, what's troubling about the Wii U is I haven't seen any of the things that I loved in the Wii like. I haven't seen when they first announced the Wii U. The first thing that came to my mind was like, "Oh my God, what if they did like Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles with the Wii U, and you could use the touchscreen to like do all the stuff you could do with the Game Boy Advance and the GameCube version? Like that would be so great." Or what if they did like a, you know, Zelda Four Swords Adventures? Like I haven't seen, I haven't seen that stuff. And that's and I think in the the next year, just give me Wii Sports too. Just forget the gamepad. I don't care. Just give me more Wii Sports. I'll well, they're not gonna. They're not going to no do that. Way. No way. I mean, they, they did that with. Not going to happen. They did that with. That ground sounds golf. terrible. Don't do that thing that Chris said. If you're why listening, would, why would you not do that? Because oh, they oh, yeah, love I, I the gamepad. Yeah, but ignoring the, the gamepad is not going to work. That is crazy. You're crazy. Yes, we're all crazy. Please don't make a sequel to your most successful game. They already did. It's called Wii Sports Resort, jerk. Yeah. It was great. Uh, Cod- Thank you. So I think we can all agree that the Wii U beats Cod Blobs too. Yep. <laughs> Cobb Blobs Two will will retain its title uh, for this for this week, I believe. Um, thank you so much for joining us for the besties. Uh, things are going to get pretty heated over the next few weeks as we wrap up this year's games and pit all of our Hall of Fame games against. You know each what other. I've been I've been thinking since December is going to be kind of slow. I think we stretch it out. I think oh, yeah. we do. I think we do semifinals. I yeah, think yeah, it gets, yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to get fucking. Oh yeah, it's going to be here. Sweet Sixteen. Uh, heated up in here. Get your brackets now at the office pool. Oh, we should actually do that. Um, okay, maybe we will. Uh, and thank you for listening to our show. We sure appreciate it. If you could go to iTunes and subscribe and tell some friends about it that they should listen to it, it's good now. Um, or at least better. <laughs> and uh, you can find it on our website, polygon.com. Uh, just search for the besties there. And you can find a list of all the things we're talking about and a bunch of other cool stories that we've written. Um, that you can and videos we made and et cetera, et cetera. You can see Russ and Chris arguing about Nintendo Land in our ongoing video series cooperatives that you will really enjoy if you like good things. And uh, make sure to join us again next week for the besties because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games? Let's see.